0: This episode is brought to you by Storyblocks, a video production company reimagining stock media. Don't try away. Yeah. Hi, I'm Lloyd, and welcome to the Creator Hub for the Culture. Twice a week, we share content to help you level up on your journey as a creator. I'm so happy that you're here. So I'd like to start by giving you an update on where I am in my move. Uh, If you listened to two episodes ago, um, I shared that I'm going to be moving from D.C. to L.A., and I'd literally just been in D.C. for six months. So needless to say, it's been a pretty chaotic week. Last week, I spent all of my time moving out of my apartment. But the genius thing I did was procrastinate. Till the very end, and wait until I had two days to move out. And so I had to be out by Friday. And so I basically rushed spending like all of Thursday cleaning. And by Friday at 5 a.m., I was like out of there and gone. Um, ironically, it just also so happened that like I had um, about seven videos that were due to a brand on Thursday, another five that were due uh, earlier in the week. So it was just like a hectic week trying to like film content, but also moving. Um, and my office already had been soundproofed. So like, Finding new places to record was kind of difficult, but it all worked out. It's all good. Um, I moved out. The videos are done. So I'm feeling really good about where I'm at. Um, Ash and I are in Atlanta, just spending some time with our family, and uh, we'll be in LA pretty soon. But that's just an update on where we are with the move. Um, It's something I'm very excited about. I have no idea what to expect about L.A. Like I've never been there for a long period of time, but um, I'm just very excited to be able to go to more creator events, meet people, start like creating my community. That is something that I now realize is like very important that I thought, you know, I could just move to a new city, but uh, creating community and having people I can see on a regular basis is actually very, very, very important to me. And I kind of started to realize that maybe a month or two before we left D.C. I had built like this tribe of guys that we played basketball together and and went to church together and it just like i looked forward to it every single week um and so i'm excited to get out there to la just so i can go ahead and start building that um on ironically too on on what day was that saturday i got to atlanta and the first thing i told my mother-in-law was like I need soul food immediately. And so uh, she told me this spot next to our house. So I drove there um, and I'm waiting for my food. And as I'm waiting, I keep, like the, the restaurant I went to is like packed out, like no parking spots, no, and it's just like full house. And as I go in I like pick up my food, I just keep seeing all of these people, just different like age groups, you know, from like 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, um, and they're just all with their friends. And it just further reminded me that like, you know, regardless of like what age or what stage of life that you're in, having community is so important. I mean, here I am seeing these, this group of guys in their 50s, some people in their 60s, and they're just getting drinks together or they're getting dinner together, listening live music together. It just further reminded me that community is very important. And so, say all of that to say, I'm eager to get out to LA, not just so I can be there for creator stuff, but so I can go ahead and start building my community, finding my tribe of friends. Um, you know, I can't wait. So, I'm glad you're here. Let's dive into some creator stuff. So, there's two specific things I want to talk about in today's episode. The first is my LinkedIn course. So far, over 3,000 people have taken my course within 60 days that is insane i realize i've never spoken about how i even got the opportunity to work with linkedin to create this course and for those of you that may not know i uh, partnered with linkedin learning last year to create a course called how to start your podcast using anchor it is by far the easiest possible way to start a podcast. I mean, the course itself is 20 minutes. And um, if you go through the course, you should have a podcast at the end of that course. It's that easy. You literally don't need a microphone, laptop, anything. You literally just need your cell phone. So there's no reason you should not go through this course. If you want to start a podcast, I'll make sure to put it in the show notes just so you can find it a lot easier. Um, but if you don't want to do that, you can just Google how to start your podcast using anchor by Lloyd George, and you will see the course. Um, but I realized I've never spoken about how I even got this opportunity, what my experience was. And, you know, I want to share that today. And allow me, if you will, just to take the full way around to tell the story, uh, because I just want to give you sort of like the state of mind I was in when this opportunity came about it was maybe like um, last year, mid last year, summertime, like so summertime 2022. And I was driving uh, to pick up my wife from the airport. Um, and as I'm driving to the airport, I'm looking for a podcast and then I find a new podcast. Now this specific podcast that I was listening to on the way to pick up Ashley was about like people getting scammed. And I love scam podcasts. If you know me, uh, my two favorite scam podcasts are uh, scam goddess and scamfluencer. If you love like the these kinds of podcasts, check those out. Um, but I find a new one and so I'm listening to it as I drive to the airport. And this specific type of podcast is centered around like people that get scammed via like call centers or like they get emails about opportunities. Um, and so I'm just listening to it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe they're getting a scam. Like that would never happen to me. Like, I'm way more like aware. If you send me an email, like I'm able to kind of filter through and tell like Is this legit or not? Um, And so I'm just sort of like judging all of these people in the podcast episode. And then that night I get home and uh, one of the people on the LinkedIn team, um, I'm not going to say her name because I just don't want to, you know, like, Put, put her out like that but um a mate, she excuse me like my ally and my, my point of contact at linkedin but she reaches out and she's like hey i i love your content saw you on i think tiktok or instagram i can't remember and we have this opportunity at linkedin and i think you would be like a great fit just wanted to like share this information with you and at first i'm thinking like oh this is it like this is definitely a scam like i'm not falling for this like seriously like an opportunity from linkedin like yeah right i don't i don't believe that and so i just kind of like brush it off but i do like respond and i start to entertain it but i'm not like i'm not like getting my hopes too high and i'm not getting too invested so i'm just like oh yeah would love to get more information um yeah here's my email or what's your email so i can like follow up or whatever uh just to see if it's legit and the more i start to sort of like follow this trail the more i realize like oh snap this actually is like a real opportunity and I started to get excited about it Um, and so basically the process from the time I found out about the opportunity is I had to audition Um, and I did that by sending I think one or two videos with a specific script or I had to like I can't remember I think I had to maybe like teach them something about podcasting in like 60 seconds. This part of the process took about two weeks Um, basically just like me sending them content waiting to hear their feedback learning more about what they wanted sending another video Um, and I I was kind of nervous. I honestly, until like in this phase, I'm still thinking I'm not gonna get it. I'm still thinking that like, oh, this is like just a cool opportunity to say like, you auditioned for something LinkedIn is doing, but I'm definitely not thinking that this is actually gonna like materialize and I'm gonna be the person that is like selected. Um, And so I go through about two weeks of auditions and then they finally let me know like, hey, the, the people, and I can't remember what they call the department, but this is like the people they were sending my content to, maybe like the creative leadership or something. They're like, hey, they they like your content. They want to move forward with you. And I'm just like, I'm so blown away. Like, I just can't believe this is even like happening to me. Um, and so from this point, when I find out that I'm excited, and, and before I continue with this story, I just want to paint some context. Um, a few years ago, LinkedIn acquired a company called lynda.com. And lynda.com was like an educational learning platform. Think of like Netflix, but for like educational content. So you could go to this website and you could learn how to start a podcast. You could learn how to be a better project manager. You could learn how to improve your time management, all these sorts of like random things that help you become a professional. So LinkedIn acquires lynda.com and now they kind of brand it as like LinkedIn learning or they expand their LinkedIn learning department. And so this was like the team that I was working with to create this content. And so if you you're a creator or you're someone that has like a passion for courses, I would strongly consider reaching out to this department just because, you know, it is it was like it was just like it was a pleasant experience to work with them. But it is just also like an easier way to like release your own course and make sure that actual people see it without you having to spend a lot of money for marketing. Anyway, back to the story. So basically, after I'm selected from auditioning, where um, I find out that like I'm I'm selected, um, we basically talk through some of like the logistical details now. So we talk through like budget. We talk through specifically like what they're gonna pay me to do this course. And I, I was very like happy with the terms I I'm under like an, an NDA, so I can't specifically say what I was paid, but I was very happy with like the outcome and what I was paid. And this is also like a, a royalty situation as well. So you're kind of paid for the life of your content on the platform. Um, and so I will say like, while I can't disclose my specific numbers, if this is something you're interested in, you could go to YouTube and type in LinkedIn learning instructor. And there are some other people that have like created and shared their videos talking through like the process and their like compensation structure I don't know that anyone actually shares exactly what they got paid but it will give you a little more context about the opportunity okay so at this point we've spoke like I've been selected we've spoken through like the timeline we've spoken through what I've, I'm gonna get paid I'm so stoked about this opportunity but now it gets like real like now I actually have to start doing like real work um, and so basically once you like you're accepted you're assigned a a uh, producer and this is the person that helps you create the curriculum four-year course. So this was the person that was helping me like outline the table of contents. Um, At this point, I had a rough idea of what I wanted the table of contents to be because when I was like auditioning, I had to submit all of this information to them. So I had a rough idea of like what I wanted the outline to be, but I worked with my producer just to like clarify it. And this was like, I will say my entire experience with LinkedIn was basically me getting to like, I like i'm a content creator that just like learns on the fly like everything i've been doing is kind of like self-taught but like when you work with like professionals like people that do this like day in and day out it's such a great opportunity just to like learn from them and see like how like how other people do things and learn like uh, a more sophisticated way of improving my content game and that's what my experience was with my producer her name is lauren she was absolutely amazing. I hope I get to work with her again. But she would just look at my outlines, my table of contents, and she would basically ask me for this specific chapter, what is the one thing you want them to walk away from? What what is the one thing you want them to walk away with? And so I think as like a creator myself, I'm constantly trying to think about like, how can we make this dynamic? How can we make it more interesting? How can we make it engaging? Let's add as much value as possible. And when you do that, it can sometimes become a little, um, a little bit much, right? Like you're trying to have multiple learning objectives in one chapter. And my biggest takeaway from working with LinkedIn was that like simple is better. Like if you only have one thing that you teach them to me, it might feel like, oh, but this isn't even that interesting. But if the goal is that the person watching this video is going to walk away with this learning objective, then simpler might actually be better and, and, and be a, uh, simpler is what you need to make sure that you hit your goal and so i was able just to like i feel like it was like almost going through like boot camp for creators because there were just a lot of ways that i operated and did things that weren't necessarily the most uh productive even though i felt like they were the most like efficient Um, and so i was able to learn a lot i work on the timeline i I, we go back and forth so i'd write the outline send it back to them, they finally approve it. Then I'd go in and write this script and then I'd work with my producer to map out like, okay, now let's talk through the actual vision of each chapter. Like in this chapter of the course, what are we doing? Are we like outside? And and I will say like one thing I love about LinkedIn is they gave me full creative control. And if you give me that I'm that crazy person, that's going to like, just give you some wild ideas. And so I love that, you know, I was able to throw some crazy ideas to them and they entertained all of my ideas. Like 90% of them were declined, but I will say I was very happy that they actually entertained like the feasibility of each of these ideas. So some of my ideas were like, well, if we're teaching people how to record a podcast with their phone, like what if we recorded it outside? Like what if we were in a park? Um, All these just crazy wild ideas. And um, I, I'm grateful for that. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. I've been creating content now for a little over a year. During that time, I've learned a lot about the types of videos that perform well. One thing is for certain. You need to make your videos as engaging as possible, and I have a very easy and cost-efficient way to make that happen. I'd like to introduce you to my latest sponsor, Storyblocks. Storyblocks is a video production platform that reimagines stock media to support a rapid video creation with a truly unlimited model and easy-to-use tools that help you exceed your business goals by using video. There are really three big reasons why I think you should check out Storyblocks. With the exception of my video editor, Shane, none of us listening are professional video editors. Storyblocks provides thousands of professional pre-made motion graphics. Storyblocks has a plugin that allows you to bring the entire Storybook library into Premiere Pro and After Effects. Now, my lawyer said I couldn't say their name, but I recently worked with and I got charged a million different fees, which is why I love that Storyblocks has predictable subscriptions. Other sites operate using paperclip pricing. Storyblocks is one of the only tools that gives you monthly or annual plans with no hidden fees. I think Storyblocks could help you level up as a creator, which is the reason I decided to partner with them. Make sure you go to storyblocks.com slash creatorhub. That's S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash C-R-E-A-T-O-R-H-U-B. You can also find the link in the show notes. Yo, welcome back. Let's get back into it. And so after you're done with, like, the table of, like, the outlines, the table of contents, you go into scripting, and then you go into, like, the vision of each chapter, and then after that, everything is approved, and now it's just, like, them flying me to, uh, their studio was in Santa Barbara, so I flew to Santa Barbara, I was there for two weeks, I mean, and they just, like, treated me so well, I mean, they got me a car for two weeks. They got me an amazing hotel for two weeks. They, I mean, uh, food, uh, like a very, very, very generous, like per diem per day. Uh, And then they also have like food on campus as well, like great breakfast, great lunch. And so the entire experience was just amazing. But when I got on like the campus, like on the actual set, I'm not gonna lie, it felt amazing. I was a bit intimidated because it was like, a real real set it's almost like if you go from being like a tiktok person to getting like a tv opportunity yeah it's still content but it's just a different level of content a different level of sophistication and even though like at that point i had been creating like probably three to four tiktok videos a day so like i was creating a lot of content i was very familiar with my voice how i record all that sort of stuff but i had never really worked with like a teleprompter like that for example so there were just like a lot of things like that where it's like oh you're on like a real like this is like real um and so it was like you know there was just that like experience is just so fulfilling i went from being very very intimidated just because i would never done this before to feeling very comfortable finding you know making sure that like i'm comfortable in this space now getting to a point where i can like own this space i can move i can talk comfortably to then saying like okay perfect like it, it probably took me like one to two days and and that's like the one thing I'll say about LinkedIn, like they they allow you to take your time. So the first day, you're just testing equipment. You're testing shots. You're uh, recording different camera camera angles. They're taking all of the content from that first day, sending it to the executive producers and saying like, hey, does this look good? So I have like a, about a day or two just to get comfortable in my own skin, comfortable in the space before we actually had to start recording. Um, By the time I got to like day two, day three, I was feeling amazing, I was feeling so good. I I felt like I knew my content in and out. Um, And because it took us so long to create the content, By the time I was actually recording the videos, it had been probably like four months since I actually wrote the content. So now I'm feeling like, gosh, I probably could have written that better. I probably could, you know, I I could have changed this. Uh, And my producers were just so helpful in making like that process easier. So like, not only did we do multiple takes, we updated the script in real time, did multiple takes of that. And so I left feeling very satisfied, feeling very happy, feeling like, okay, like, This is like an amazing experience, and I hope as many people as possible get to experience this. Because even though you create, you may create on like YouTube, TikTok, just being in a space or on set or working with like a crew, it's very different. Um, I think the way we create now as like content creators is it's very solo. It's just you, your cell phone, your tripod, um, to have a team of people helping you. It's just a different experience and it just felt really, really good. All right. So here's where it gets exciting. So I had a total of two weeks to be there to actually film my content, but, and like they had already paid for me to be there two weeks, but I ended up finishing early. So I think I finished on like Wednesday or Thursday within like the first week. I finished on Wednesday, the first week. And so that meant uh by the by the time Thursday came, I basically uh drove out to LA and I was able to be there for I can't remember how long I was there, maybe like a week. Um, And I just had like a blast. It was like an amazing experience. Uh, And so I got to, that was honestly the thing that made me decide to move to LA because um, while I was out there, I got to meet up with one of my friends, HR, who's a, um, a movie producer. And I don't know, like I was chatting with him there and there was just something like contagious about the energy it just felt like oh my gosh this is such a creative place and i i I think you know i don't know how to describe it i hear a lot of people say this about new york it's just like when you're there it just feels electric it just feels like everyone is working on something everyone is doing their own thing everyone is also just as much in their own world and does not care about you, uh, but you're kind of all doing it together. Um, and so I remember going there with my friend HR and just being like, man, this, like, I'm so glad we had this conversation. I was meeting all sorts of interesting people there. And it just made me feel like, gosh, like, this is like the progress I've made being in LA in three to four days. Like what would happen if I actually like lived here? Like how many, like people could I meet? How many people could I network with? I mean, it just seemed to make a lot of sense. I didn't, realistically think that this would actually happen a few months later. But the fact that this has become like a reality is it's kind of wild. And, you know, I, I'm grateful for this opportunity. I mean, this experience was wild and I appreciate you just letting me share this experience with you. I've never spoken about it out loud in this way, but I just want to share three sort of like takeaways that I had from this experience. Um, the first is just that like your gift will make room for you. And it, it's when you think about just sort of like how this opportunity to work with LinkedIn being flown out to L.A., being able to be there with my friends and realize I want to be here. And then now me moving there. Technically, when, when you look at it from that like perspective, it is kind of possible that if I had never got this opportunity, I wouldn't actually be moving to L.A. And so I just constantly feel like, you know, sometimes like. Uh, are we may not always feel qualified we may not always feel like we we get um, accurate exposure to certain things but it's like, god gives us like these gifts these talents and um if we work on them if we steward them they create room from us they give us like platforms to travel places or to meet people or to be in certain rooms with people um and hopefully you know eventually these talents help us like impact the world for good but um that's just sort of like the first realization is that your gift will make room for you and it may not necessarily feel like that now per se it may not um it may not feel like things are working as fast as you want them to or they're working in the direction you want them to, but I promise you just know that like God is like working it all together and he knows what he's doing and like from the at, from the top like looking down, things are working at the exact speed that they should be working at and at the right time, this will be like shown to you, but just trust and believe and know that even though you can't see it, like your gift is going to make room for you and open doors for you that you can can't possibly imagine. Hey, I'd like to tell you about a quick podcast you should check out. The Profitable Podcaster helps coaching course creators and authors launch and grow their podcasts to help them build authority, generate more leads and sell more through actionable advice and expert tested systems. Joe Casabona has been podcasting for over 10 years and has generated millions of downloads and hundreds of thousands of dollars from his shows he'll teach you everything he knows. Subscribe at ProfitablePodcaster.fm. That's P-R-O-F-I-T-A-B-L-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-R.fm or wherever you listen to podcasts. The second realization is just that like work on your craft. Um when I was at LinkedIn, right, it's like I felt like oh my gosh, like this is like a big opportunity and I'm working with like real producers, teleprompters, real studios, real set and I've never done this before. Um, And so I kind of felt out of place a little bit, but the feedback I kept getting from my producers were like, oh, that's like really, really good. Like your energy is like amazing. Like this is like you're doing so good or I'd record something in like one take um, and we'd end up just doing three takes just so that we have different angles and different tones. But they'd be like you did that like really, really fast. Like normally we have to do these like multiple times, which is why you were able to finish in a lot less time than maybe some of our other creators. And I 100% attribute that to the fact that like, I felt like when I started on TikTok, um, end of like 2021, I there was a point where I was doing probably like six to eight TikTok videos a day, just like filming content. And as I think back on that time, I was like, I, I was afraid to like hear my voice. I felt uncomfortable looking at myself on camera and to think of where I've come now, I've improved drastically. And when these opportunities come up, that is when you get to see sort of like what you've been working on. And that is sort of like where your. um, That is where the work you've been putting in kind of gets to show. In the mundaneness of like creating content every day and practicing, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're getting better, but when you get these large opportunities, that is when it really shows that like, oh, like you've been working on your craft or you've been consistent. And so think about what that looks like for you. Uh, For me, it was just sort of like, i need to get comfortable like understanding how i communicate what my mannerisms are what's my style uh how do i like end the videos what is sort of like what what is how is my brand perceived as a content creator and what do I want that to look like? Um, and so now if you notice in some of my videos, like for for me, for instance, I like, um, there's a specific tone I like to use that feels very friendly, that feels very educational, that feels very um, non-intimidating, that feels very welcoming. Um, and so those are things that like I try and work on and practice um, as well as just also trying to uh, communicate more concisely and direct. Um, and so I-, I felt like when I was at linkedin it that was the first time i realized when i kept getting compliments from the producers that like oh my gosh like maybe i am actually good at this despite how uncomfortable i feel and i 100 attribute that to the amount of practice i was able to get uh, a few months before that uh and really a year before that and so um just continue to work on your craft and know that like at some point it's gonna show and it's gonna pay off the last thing i'll say is just sort of like do not uh this is like the third point do not be afraid to work With large brands, Um, up until that point, up until I worked with LinkedIn, I think that was the first big brand I worked with. Yeah, Um, and I just, you know, up until that point, I just always felt like big brands aren't your friends. They they just only care about money, and if they get the opportunity, they will screw you over. Um, This experience with LinkedIn was the first time I felt like. This is amazing. I mean, just like tremendous values, kind people. Um, they, 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 it definitely didn't feel one-sided. Uh, sometimes when you create content for brands, they feel like we're paying you, therefore that is like the side you get. And then you create the content for us. They definitely cared about sort of like, well, what's your brand? Like, what do you think? Um, and I definitely felt like I had a stake in the conversation and my voice was actually heard. I didn't feel like they were just asking just to ask. I felt like a lot of the things that I said were important important to me were actually implemented. Um, And so I just really, really respected that this relationship has turned into a more long-term partnership. And I think that even speaks more volume to sort of like their values and and the people at LinkedIn. So do not be afraid to, to like reach out to large brands to work with them. LinkedIn is a great one considering they're getting into like the creator space, but there's lots of other big brands that are doing cool things. And you will be very, very surprised. Like when you reach out to people at large brands, they seem so hard to reach and so hard to work. Work with But you will be very, very surprised at the people that are open to working with you. And so you have to shoot your shot. You have to at least give yourself a chance to see what's possible. And so definitely make a list of like the brands you want to work with. Um You know, if I had a last year, I had a list of like, I think four, well, I had five actually, and I've gotten to work with two of the five brands. I think it was like It was Spotify, LinkedIn, Warby Parker, Nike, and Apple. And I've gotten to work with Spotify and LinkedIn. I have not gotten to work with the other three. Um, but you know, that's like the first step, just like write down the brands you want to work with, um, and then start reaching out to them. You just never know what's going to happen. And so I'm so glad you let me share this experience with you. This has definitely been a big part of, of my life and, um, something exciting that happened to me last year that changed the trajectory of my creator journey. Um, and I just, you know, I, I, I want, I hope this episode, encourages you to shoot your shot and believe that like the unbelievable is possible for you because that is what this entire creator journey is about. Thanks for hanging out with me. My name is Lloyd. As you know, this is the Creator Hub. If you know someone that wants to start their journey as a creator, please share this episode with them. I'd really, really, really appreciate it. Peace. Oh, just one last thing. I'm actually going to be doing uh, some more interviews with people that listen to this podcast. And so if you are a listener of this podcast and you want to hop on a five minute uh, Zoom call with me, I would love to meet you, learn more about you and learn specifically what you love about this show and any feedback and ways I can improve this show. And so you can check out the show notes below and click the link at the very top to schedule a Zoom call with me. I'd really appreciate your feedback. Peace.